0: Everybody and welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Happy right. New Year! It's
1: 2019!
0: Happy New Year! Ah, Happy New year. Yeah. Well, it's almost February, actually, so I yeah. mean, like, when this podcast is going out. Happy February. It's, um, how you guys doing? February's not very long, obviously, because it's got, like, a couple of days off. And then, you know, we're plowing into the year. We're wow. like, bam! Jeez. <laughs> Give it a good old... Fucking plow that. Year. <laughs> Plowing. out <laughs> more like erotic than I had
1: planned. Just you know what I smashing. did last
2: weekend, I fucking plowed your year. You <laughs> bitch.
1: <laughs> plowed right into that year.
2: Plowed the fuck out of your year. Your fucking love. Year was fucking loving it. Year hasn't been plowed that hard since 2012. I'll tell you what. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that was a good year. Oh. No, Holy shit. 2012 was a vintage year, I'd say. Yeah. I don't even
2: remember it. I can't even remember what happened. Yeah. Look of
0: vintage years. Uh Sips posted a flipping picture of his student ID from nineteen ninety six.
1: You looked like a GI heading Man, out I to got Vietnam. the ni- I got I got the student card from ninety seven as well, but I think like in ninety seven I must have changed wallets or something. Because the the, the ninety seven <laughs> <great> student, <laughs> student card is very like Not grimy, but you know when you have something in your wallet and your wallet's always in your back pocket and you sit on it all the time? Yeah. Mm. It's got like that fade on it sort of thing. So it's harder to take a picture. Thing is, uh, when I was in high school, they didn't have digital cameras. So every picture I have of myself from an early age is... A developed photo in an album somewhere in my (laughs) mom's house that I have no access to. Yeah, it's weird
2: because you know that the 2009, 2019 thing that's been going around on Twitter and everything like that. I, I, I don't have that many pictures from 2009 like of me.
1: I mean um, I haven't changed I've much since 2009 because I wasn't 12 in 2009 either. Right exactly. Either. I yeah, was like, like his me was so. slightly
2: more hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I thought I thought I'd go back to 1999 but yeah I I hit the same wall which is I didn't have a fucking Just bald, still camera. the same. Just, just
1: yeah, exactly yeah. the same problem. Yeah. Yeah. Same B- man. B- just, yeah. You know, like a big afro, but you just look the same. Otherwise. You're like
0: um, a Patrick Stewart P-Flex. That's the thing. You know, you do, you do look ageless because because the hair is such a big part of your appearance that when you don't have any, <laughs> like, don't for, you just Patrick don't appear Stewart to age. I don't think Patrick Stewart looks ageless. Have
1: you seen him recently? Looks old as fuck. Motherfucker's Does aging. He?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he is like 80 years old now. I mean, yeah. come on.
2: and he looks it. Which, which does, yeah. take, Makes your point,
0: fucking ridiculous.
2: Totally moot.
0: Well, totally moot. I said no. I still reckon he could pull off the old Captain Picard. When did he do Captain
1: Picard? How long They're ago really was that? they doing it, aren't they? They're doing like a reunion something. Well, this or is other. what I I've heard. heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this
2: is what they do with Star Trek. If you think about the Star Trek movies. Wasn't there a Simpsons episode? Star Trek 11. So very tired, I think is what it's called. Something and like that, And yeah. they're all like really old. Like, Captain, Klingons of a Starboard Bow. Again with the Klingons. You know, it's just like <laughs> the
1: they're same shit. But they're yeah. all done
0: with it, yeah. 87 was when he started doing Next Generation. Damn.
1: God damn.
0: I know, that's, that's like... Thirty
1: years ago, over thirty years ago, that
2: was some fucking ahead of its time TV. I was just
1: gonna say, yeah, that it was. It's impressive that that came out in '87. That's nuts. Because
2: most TV in the '80s, hate to break it to you, kids, was fucking awful.
1: It was pretty bad, yeah. It was bad, really
2: yeah. fucking bad.
1: I remember it fondly, but it was pretty bad. But,
2: yeah. like, The A-Team and Night Raid, those weren't kids shows. They were primetime shows.
1: MASH. Remember yeah. Tour of Duty? Did you ever see that one? Tour of Duty. Filmed Tour in some of...
2: guy's backyard. Yeah, pretty California. much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember
1: A-Team. Oh, and man. then they had, like, Dynasty and Dallas and all those yeah. as well. They were all on. By
2: the way, we, we haven't done the podcast in a while. We've gone straight into nostalgia. Straight back to the 80s, straight yeah. Straight back. You didn't straight have phones!
1: We had straight paper back. Cups. Okay, well, let's... So let's talk about something recent then. What have you guys been? What have you guys been doing post? We don't need to talk about the holidays because everybody just does the same yeah, shit all the time, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we don't need to talk about that. What have you done since New? What What have you done in 2019 of any note whatsoever? Le- I got one. Okay, listen to this. All right, it ends in a tragedy as well. This oh, is this gosh. is quite the tale. So in 2019, from from New Year's Eve when the clock ticked over to 2019. I played Dota, okay? I played Dota. I played 13 games of Dota mm-hmm. and I won them all, okay? Did you I was really? on a huge win streak for 2019. Nobody had ever beaten me in 2019. And then I made the mistake of joining a game with Cockwobblemeister and now oh. <laughs> And now my my perfect record has been tarnished. I've got one loss and I haven't played since. It hit me hard. This was God. maybe a week ago but Why'd also play I playing and,
2: he's like as bad as I've been gets. playing an
1: anime gacha game as well which has taken oh, up a lot like of my time of so it. but um yeah I know I don't know why I did it was a low prio game as well oh was, my
2: even oh, it just worse. Gets worse.
1: I know it was like a a single draft, and you know every time you get into a single draft, you know that the that the enemy team is going to luck out and get their favorite heroes. Yeah, because these guys stomped the shit out of us. Like it was crazy. It was so so disheartening. So I haven't played since. Oh, oh god, so
0: god the way these goes. games. So the way it goes. I'm so glad I quit. What did you do, Lulu? I
1: have played so many different
0: games over the last like because I've been going through all these top games of 2018. Right, right. right. I've been playing. All the best games from 2018 and man it's, there's some amazing games out there some really really interesting fun like genres like point and clicks and you know there's there's like mystery games and platformers and puzzle games and strategy games and like iphone games and vr stuff like i've just been playing oh, i'll tell you what that,
1: that new um imperator rome um game by paradox is awesome yeah you guys seen any of the um yeah like the dev stuff about it fuck I, it looks really it. good it
2: looks good so, i yeah, love, I I love that, that, games. Era, that era did you watch yeah, some movies
0: yeah. i watched um i watched a movie yesterday on netflix for some reason right i i, I watched a movie i just had it on in the background while i was playing other stuff and it was called christine right and it was about um, about Christine Chubbuck, and I recognised her name. Ew? Okay, but I, who? Well, well, well I recognised her a little bit, but I didn't know why. And uh, she Christine was like Christine Chungus. Christine Chubbuck. She was like famous because she <laughs> uh, in the seventies. <laughs> she in the in the seventies
2: when like a little bit like oh, I'm Simpsons, reading it. Yeah, I, I've seen this. She what was the it? first
0: person to commit suicide on live TV. Ever. ever.
1: Christine... Ever. Well, I
0: mean, I, I assume there's not actually that many
1: people who've committed suicide live on TV. Yeah. But um, Christine. In a, f- in a film based on true events, an awkward but ambitious TV reporter struggles to adapt when she's ordered to focus on violent and salacious stories. Yes, that's the thing that we were talking about already. Like, you know,
0: back when Sips was in Vietnam, when that picture was taken, you know, the press was all, like, hungry for crap. And, and drivel and salacious stuff, you know, sex sales and all this. You know. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. a big, it's a big time. You know, journalism always has to st- strive and fight against the increment. The, you know, the, the
1: the the tabloidy crap. Yeah. You know, Christine Chubbuck. Oh yeah, yeah twenty nine year old television reporter, Sarasota, yeah. Florida. It's quite a sad story, really. But yeah, that's tragic. I, I, I,
0: it was a bit tragic, and and uh, I I enjoyed it. I've been watching tons of tons of shitty movies, and it, it wasn't a great movie. Honestly, I'd give it like a fucking solid four out of ten. But yeah, I, I felt like I, when I was watching, I was like, I'm I'm like Pflax now because Pflax just turns on the TV and watches whatever crap movies on that day, right? Whereas I'm the same. I I just click on whatever Netflix like shits out. At me that
1: day. What are you and saying? Just leave it You're on saying the I'm not a selective
2: what? viewer that I just watch whatever. He just watches I like
1: whatever crap is on. He's one it's of those. It's nice though sometimes. But just... why?
2: Why are you throwing me under that bus? I'm not throwing you under the you bus. Did. I'm you did. You said I races. watch TV like Pflax. I just watch any old shit. Where it's did you easy get that to from? just
1: scapegoat a dad. That's yeah. why. Yeah. You know, they Escaped don't. Dead. They have no feelings. They don't do anything interesting. I'm, you know, they just watch whatever crap is on I'm TV. I'm offended.
2: I, I don't they don't watch even any crap. look at
1: the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes before. Or they watch
2: something <laughs> tell me
0: a movie that you watched the last two days p flex
2: last two days uh, i watched some a harry potter movie with my kids but i've been <laughs> i've been away for a week and a half so i haven't i haven't been doing uh movie watching but i did watch bird box before i went away
1: okay oh is yeah, that that's, the one i saw that that's sandra bullock uh, blindfolds yeah. herself and does stuff
2: she that's exactly it that's a good summary I, I i actually when i came down to bristol for christmas i bought the book. Because um, I needed something to read, um, you know, when I was not working with you guys and it was in the, the hotel room. So I, I read it and like, it's a real easy read. It's, it's quite badly written. And oddly <laughs> enough, I hadn't seen this done before. The book ends and then there's like another 30, 40 odd pages. And you're like, what's all this? It must be like a fucking the author going on and, on and on and on about the book or whatever. He's like stuck another short story at the back. Nice. So I, I was like, what the fuck? Like It was terrible. The, the short story was awful. I got a part way through it. I was like, this is garbage," and threw it away. But it was like, what? Why on earth would you cheat me by giving selling me a book called Bird Box, and then the last like eighth of the book ain't Bird Box? It's just some other shit. It's it's bird brained is what the last eighth of the book is. I nice. felt cheated. Well done.
0: I felt so cheated. D- do you reckon they had to do that to just like pad it out to like the recommended novel length? Exactly. Else the book would be too thin and people why, wouldn't yeah. buy it. Why is it called Bird
2: Box? So it, it's basically. Um, the the gist of it is that there are these creatures or something. We're not quite sure what, but if you look at them, you go k- crazy and either kill yourself or the people around you and then yourself. Right. So there's right. something, some entity uh, that is out there, and if you see it, you you go bonkers.
1: Right. Um, oh, so it's like a sci-fi sort of thing. Yeah, sort of worlds over, right. kind of you know that kind of right. stuff. Um, I so, thought it was like I I because my wife was telling me about. It. She's like this. There's this fucking stupid ass like Netflix. I don't know what they're doing. Like, why is Sandra Bullock going around with the blindfold on, well, doing stuff? And then it's they almost had like to like you
2: would need to watch the movie. They had to, find to release a
1: statement that said, "Don't <laughs> fucking go around with a blindfold on in your everyday yeah. life because it's dangerous as yeah. well." So I, I thought it was like oh, the right. true story of a person who decided to bird do everything box the with challenge. a the bird box blindfold challenge, blindfold on or yeah. something. Yeah, I thought it was like a a real life sort no, of thing. No, I no, like, you no, know, it's like no. So
2: the the gist of it is, you have to wear a blindfold because if you look at them. Even if you look at video footage of them, you, you go nuts. So right. the bird box is because they they have a box with some birds in it, and the birds go if something comes close. So they thought it would act as like a sort of a warning system, right? Um, for for it, uh, these creatures, it, it, it were seems
1: that it, it sounds similar to like the uh, the the Quiet Place. Remember, we saw that. Lewis? It is
2: it is a little bit similar to the Quiet Place, um, or right. a Quiet Place, but um, but it's it's different. The, a, a Quiet Place was a lot better.
1: The, the book I thought is, that movie the, was great. I mean, it was, it great. was one of those movies that I went into with no expectations whatsoever. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't right. know who was in it. I didn't know anything about it. I just got dragged to the movie theater yeah. by two guys who were like – yeah, let's watch this, and and I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. So it, it's similar-ish, I guess, in that it's like a family end of the world, some monsters.
2: But honestly, the the book for Bird Box isn't great. It's like it's okay, and the film is is pretty bad. Like I don't know why right. it's it's so widely watched. I think because it's got Sandra Bullock, and she's got a blindfold on, and you wanna you're like, why is she wearing a blindfold? So you kind of watch it to see what's up. But it, it's right. I mean it's pretty bad, honestly. And they they missed out a lot of stuff that made the book actually quite good and creepy. It's right. just kind of, it was just kind of garbs, but anyway. Um, so that was probably the last film I watched. I don't recommend it, in all honesty. Uh, but actually, actually, the last film I did watch was True Sight, the new episode of True Sight, the uh, the Dota movie, which is about um, how OG won TI eight. Right. Ooh. So that was where I was. I for the last uh, week and a half, I was in I was in Bucharest for a, for a, about eight days, and there was a tournament there, um, and then after that, I went to Copenhagen. Uh, got back yesterday, and I was the co-host of the premiere in the Peles Theatre in Copenhagen. And I was the uh, the, the stage host with, wow. K- with Casey. And we introduced the film. Everybody watches the film. And then we got the team on the stage and we interviewed them for about half an hour. Um, I had questions from the audience and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was cool. That was what I did. And that was why there was that guy that posted that picture. I retweeted it where he said, met PFLAX today, and there was like a Reddit thread, and it wasn't me. That's it. hilarious. It was just some other fucking guy. It looks
1: so, it's so much like you as well, but like, it's not nothing quite, like me. but, <laughs> you know, what? like, it was a bald guy with glasses, basically, and it was just quite funny.
2: Yeah, he was like, PFLAX, <laughs> but the guy played along with it. So he was, ch- the, you know, the guy that thought it was me was chatting to this guy, yeah. and the other guy was like, pretending to be me. He was it's just going along with it.
0: Was this just in, in, in Copenhagen in Go- in well. Yeah,
2: yeah, in Copenhagen. So the guy well, must were, have like, been out the You premier. were, like, in the background. <laughs> I wish I had been. That would have been a fucking funny picture, but no. But, yeah, so that was the last film that I watched. Um, and I, it was great, honestly. It was a really nice... Copenhagen's beautiful. Hanging out with all the Valve guys is really cool. And the movie's amazing. Even if you don't like uh, Dota, I, I recommend watching it. Um, it. It's really, really interesting to see the... Uh, inside the booth during this game and see how the two teams talk to each other and what they say about the other teams and stuff. And they, for the key moments of the, of the games, they've got these little source filmmaker clips that run to sort of explain what was happening and to show the action. So rather than just right. show, rather than just always show the in-game action, sometimes they have these, these SFM movies uh, and that's, that adds to the hype. It's really, really cool. It's really cool. Nice. So yeah, that, that, was, that was worth it.
1: So you actually did something kind of cool in 2019 so I far. I did, yeah. Whereas I me did. and Lewis probably haven't. <laughs> I mean, I'm, Lewis, We've I'm guessing nothing. you haven't done shit. So well, it's done only one.
2: January, guys. i just got it, This is like a race where I got started real early, and you're like, shit, he's already yeah. around the first corner, and here we are still plugging along, but don't worry. I I'll, I'll oh I got
1: a new fence. That was nice. finished. No, no, you know what? That was finished before Christmas, so that's technically oh, a two, 2018. Yeah, so.
2: All right, I got another thing that happened. Mrs. F watched Marie Kondo, or Mary Kondo. The, the Tidying Lady. She tidying. Has a, she oh, has yeah. a series on Netflix. So Mrs. F, when I first started going out with her, I went around to her house. So she would have been about 18. I would have been about 19 and her room was the messiest thing I've ever seen, right? My, my house was really tidy when I was younger. I used to keep my room real tidy. My mom was really a tidy kind of person. You so ran a to, tight ship. Yeah, ran a, ran a tight fucking ship. Went to Mrs. F's house. I was like, Jesus Christ, her room is- She a did st-.
1: not run a tight she ship. She did
2: not. Her ship was loose. Let me tell you something. <laughs> wow. It was all over the fucking place. <laughs> don't, don't, don't spread that rumor around. But, but this was one fucking loosey-goosey room, I'm telling you. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And generally speaking, I'm a pretty untidy person now. I've fallen into bad ways. I I hoard shit. I've got like all stuff from when I was 15, I've got CDs and D and D stuff and comics and stuff. I hate throwing stuff away, but she watches this series and now she's obsessed with Mary Kondo to the point where I came home from Denmark and she opened the drawer where I keep my t-shirts and she said, look at this. And all my t-shirts were neatly folded into like a sausage shape and in lines, like in rows. So I open the drawer and I can see all my t-shirts instantly they're all just fucking in there. Now normally I just stuff them in there like I'm trying to hide evidence. But instead she
1: she had <laughs> them all. I think it's like <laughs> one of those things like they you <laughs> know this stuff happens a lot, right? Where Something that works well in Japan and you go to Japan, you expect to see that in Japan is fine, but it doesn't work like in the West, right? Like uh, <laughs> out of Japan. You go to somebody's house about? and they're, and yeah, they're trying right. to be more Japanese and you're like, what are you doing? Just put your fucking <laughs> shirts in the drawer. Just stuff them in there. Who cares? Oh, man. We don't need to roll them up nicely and, and make sure that the gap between each rolled up shirt is the same and stuff. We don't do that here. This isn't Japan. You know what take I mean? Take your like, goddamn foreign shirt rolling yeah, out of my country, right. asshole. I'm going to put it on the fucking floor. How'd you like that? I'm not racist, by not the way. Racist. I'm just I'm just saying he's that. He's not like,
2: racist, but take your Japanese shit
1: and get out. That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. No, Violently I'm just, uh, racist. <laughs> I, I'm just joking around, but like, I, I don't know. It's like... <laughs> It, I, I, you know, it's it's. I, what I else, know what you're saying. It's one of those things now, isn't it? It's like everything in Japan is so cool. <laughs> we we need to do more Japanese things. Let's all do Japanese things. Like okay, <laughs> fuck. Like come <laughs> right. on. It's that's, that is what it's like now, isn't on. it? <laughs> fucking, fucking Japanese. Okay. Oh. It's God damn Japanese!
2: You sound like a like 1960s dad. What kind of Japanese this is, car? This is
0: Vietnam sips. This What's is wrong picture? with an
2: American car? All these goddamn Japanese cars. That's not how we do it in America. America, goddammit! it! you uh, did. Like, I bought a motorcycle. Is it Japanese? I don't want any goddamn <laughs> Japanese motorcycles
0: up in here. They're taking over. Oh god. So, so um, she, Mary Kondo, she wrote this book, didn't she? The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I had a copy of it. Like I, I got of course of it, like, you did. Lewis. Three or four years ago. Of course you did. Um, and I read it, and it's it's good. Do you know what? it's really good? It's like it's very uplifting to have like. A, a sort of a clean workspace and like clean, clean stuff. But the thing is, it's very different to um store storage, right? A lot of a lot of pr- what we were all taught previously was that like we all watched hoarders, right? Um, you yeah, know, everyone's seen that show, yeah. where they go into some poor fucker's house and they're just hoard-, hoard full of shit from
1: you know floor to ceiling. And then look, I'm just gonna go. I'm just I'm 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 the guy who's gonna say this. All right, go for if it. If you have time to roll up your shirts into fucking neat sausage, get a fucking life okay you have too much fucking time on your hands if you're doing that shit with your time and your life all right get a fucking life like amen, how about brother. that amen brother jesus well who has fucking time to do that shit but it's stages
2: Christ. right
0: it's stages okay <laughs> like so it's like obviously one end of the spectrum is the hoarder with the house full of you know uh, literally a pile of loads of rolled up newspapers full of shit, just in case you know, you need those. You know, you never know when.
1: Man, you're I'm lucky need. if I can even wash my shirts, fucking let alone roll them up into <laughs> sausages and neatly place them <laughs> in right, the drawer. Hang on. Fuck. Then in the middle, I got mustard stains all over my
0: t-shirts. <laughs> it's like in the middle of the spectrum it's ordinary humans, and then <laughs> who hang their shirts up or I don't know, fold them up right in a pile. Okay, which is where I am, okay. Right. And then there's there's people with too much free time. Yeah, you're right. Like you're right, sis. <laughs> Who has time? To roll up all the t-shirts into oh, sausages to so put them in a drawer. perfect. Well done. You've
1: rolled up your shirts. <laughs> Fuck you. All right? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> We're all on the same yeah, page Yeah, get them, Sips. Fucking
0: get them. <laughs> Fuck. Well, here, here you go, Vex. How long's this going to last, though? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, this is it. Because
1: like,
2: here's, here's the point. She's got the fucking kids doing it now. You know what I feel like? She's converted to, uh, like... uh Jehovah's Witnesses or Scientology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's getting all the fucking kids into it. She's telling all the people who come over to the house. Have you watched Mary Kondo? I was like, if she fucking tries preaching to my ass. I'm going to burn this place to the fucking ground.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) You fucking burn your own house down.
2: (laughs) Organise that! How about that? How neat is that? It's in a little pile of ashes. I think this ash
0: pile should be over here.
2: And if we clean up the ash away from this area,
0: clear up the child remnants of the uh, the children's bedrooms from here. But I said to her, I ain't
2: doing this shit. Like, she said, look. Like, as if I was meant to go, this is great. I'm going to do this forever. But I was like, I ain't doing that ever.
1: <laughs> if you want to condo, you better
2: Absolutely. condo that shit yourself, babe. because I hate condo in it.
0: You condo it over I, there. I, con, I condo don't give a shit. I condo don't give a shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we have a system in my house that revolves around leaving all of the clean washing in a basket, in like a big lump. Okay, and you just pick through it for the stuff that you need. Every yeah, right. morning, naked. Every goddamn day. And you, it come works down, fine. <laughs> you come down naked in the morning and you fumble through
0: yeah. it until you find a clean pair of pants. It's fine. It it's works. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't fine. look
1: nice, but who fucking cares? Exactly. If you come to my house and if you don't like that, well, you you can just fucking go back to your own house. That's all perfect with rolled up sausage shirts or whatever. You That's know what fine. I want to have?
2: I'm going to have a drawer in my, in my, I'm going to build a shed at the bottom of the garden with one of those big chest freezers in, and anyone that comes to my house and tells me that I should marry condo it and it's untidy, I'm going to kill them, roll them up into a neat little sausage, and stack them in rows in my fucking
1: freezer. That's the plan. <laughs> That's a great idea.
2: Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, no. the- you're like the serial killer equivalent of her.
2: Your Honor, they wouldn't shut up about Mary fucking condo. <laughs> I, I'm innocent. This guy's innocent. Get him out of
1: here. Eric's <laughs> ex- case dismissed. dismissed. Now, where, now, where did I put that paperwork? He opens his drawer, <laughs> just like a fucking million papers fly out. <laughs> He's like your spirit animal, the judge. <laughs> this guy's as messy as I am. <laughs> Holy shit. The whole jury is all disheveled.
2: condo <laughs> This guy's was wearing his wife's this like shirt. <laughs> Not only am I going to dismiss these charges, I want this man given the key to the city. A million dollars annuity a year. This guys, find my money.
1: Oh shit! I, 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 mean, don't get me wrong. I think you know, they, there's a lot to be said. You know, if you if you have a tidy workspace or you have like a tidy home or whatever you'll probably not be as mentally unstable or whatever you know it's like uh <laughs> hey, I'm it, it, there's like a link right to like your mental state of being and your 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 physical messiness and stuff i don't know I, if it's I, a you huge know what link. I, don't,
2: I i don't think there is here's what i think it is the people that need that shit and benefit from it have some major psychosis going on somewhere and the only way they can suppress it unlike with alcohol or getting high or just jerking off a lot which is what most people do they need to fastidiously tidy things to feel like they have control of their lives right I actually think it's a replacement for actually being well like if you go to someone's house and they are obsessively folding and tucking everything into quarters it must all be neat and tidy put it away in this right place oh, like nuts they start,
1: start singing Mary Poppins yeah. songs they fucking yeah. lost
2: it I don't think tidying is going to make them better. I think it's just anything. They just need something to focus on to take their their minds off the crushing inevitability of their shitty lives.
0: There's lots of aspects to this, right? And I think that some of them are like psychological stuff, right? And I think that the main thing that she sort of talks about is that if you look at an object, it has to spark joy, right? But there's also a classic adage, which I always remember, which is, uh, don't have anything in your house that you do not find useful or beautiful, right?
2: What about my kids? Well, I mean, you
0: find them. You find your kids beautiful, right? <laughs> maybe. Not useful, <laughs> anyway.
2: Lewis! They ain't useful! Well, it doesn't have to be
0: and, it could be or. Oh, so, right, I okay. mean, the, po- the point is that when you look at something and, like, you know, if it's like a, a mouldering, a dirty old mug, you think, that's not really useful or beautiful...
1: Let's clean it and put well, it away. And, and, and then it's, it's not and there. And more to the point. It's not hygienic. I mean, that's kind of gross, right? Like you yeah. don't want to leave dirty shit around. Obviously, true, true, true. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, geez. I, I mean, I do the washing up. You know? I'm
1: not going to leave a plate with like fucking spaghetti bolognese sauce drying to it, like in the middle of my living room. Because right. that, that's disgusting. That's, that's, that's
2: slobbery, right? That's yes. disgusting. Yeah, I'm talking about obsessive tidying of shit that has a perfectly decent home already you i know think what I, mean? I,
1: I think there's a lot of emphasis placed on objects like like you know things that you you buy or whatever uh, you shouldn't be attached to these things in the first place like if your house burns down they're gone you know like you, you want to get people out of there because you should care about people but like you know if you're fucking uh replica um you know fucking sephiroth body pillow burns in in your house so you shouldn't really care that much who cares right it's just a fucking thing yeah i
2: don't i don't think i have anything i don't really value any material things yeah Yeah. i
1: wouldn't care if any i lost anything in my house i I, I if my kids and my wife died but yeah
2: i would be upset if i lost my computer if i (laughs) lost if i lost my vape that
1: would yeah Yeah. but those are super replaceable things i mean jesus i
2: have got a few things i really do give a shit about but it's just things like sentimental things no not
1: really sentimental i just know that that I wouldn't be able to replace. Man, them. all my sentimental things are on Google Drive. Like I can't think of anything that's not there, you know. Well, that's... I, I think you guys don't <laughs> have all this
0: this clutter and this knick-knackery crap I which just clutter. ends up hanging around. I have
1: clutter.
0: And but 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 like a lot of the time, you know, it's hard to get over that psychological barrier when you've got like a little fucking thing that someone gave you or a little... A little Like for example, I get sometimes to get these bits of fan mail, okay? Yeah. Right. And they're really nice. And like, really nice messages. Uh, or they send me a little gift, okay? Yeah. And I don't know what to do with those things. Do you see what I mean? And they, they end up... I just put, put, put them in a box or, or putting them in storage or, or... You know, and storage isn't like... The, isn't
1: tidying up. You know, what no. you're doing there is is building up... I, think, crap, I think if you have stuff in storage, you might as well just take it to the dump, because you've pretty much said to yourself, I don't need this thing, and I'll forget about yeah. it. Never look at it again.
2: Because I, I, A couple of years ago, when I redid my office here, I, bu- I bought these big shelving units that go in a, in a garage normally, and I keep all my sh- – let me just put my green screen down, and I'll give you guys a quick inventory. Hold on. So I've got all my best graphic novels and comics going back years. I've got DVDs for movies that I know are super hard to get hold of. I've got all my old Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing books talking third edition, talking GURPS, talking like original Dragon magazines, copies Starfleet Battles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles role-playing game, uh, some board games that I love that no one ever plays with me anymore, um, <laughs> and a whole bunch of shit like Dota-related stuff and and all, all loads of old CDs from when I was at university and stuff like that and loads of books like books that I love so that's yeah. my that's my organisation some old records some baseball cards shit right. like that and it's like I wouldn't be able to replace those easily and if I lost them in a fire it would suck but I haven't touched them in years yeah, I just, yeah, I just like, like having them. You know, I just it's just things that remind me of stuff I've done. But they're organized
0: and they're tidy.
2: No, I think if my house caught on
1: fire on and burnt down to the ground, yeah. the only things that I would be not even sad to lose, inconvenienced by losing, yeah, yeah. are my passport yeah, and God, that the shoebox suck. full of money because I don't trust the banks or the system <laughs> that I put under my desk. That's about it. That's it. Yeah. I, those are the right. only things that would really inconvenience yeah. me heavily. Everything else is just like, who cares? I would just, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm I'm rich enough to go out and replace, but I got. I'm pretty sure I have contents insurance on my house, so like most of like the the pretty usual sure. crap, pretty I could sure. replace my bread maker and stuff and my yeah, Alexa, true. no problem. I wouldn't care. Like whatever. It
2: would be annoying because I know that the, the part of me thinks. What if I forgot things I had and didn't yeah. replace them, and then you realize I don't? Then that means I don't need them. Like if it's ah. something where I wouldn't even notice if I lost it, would I? Do yeah. I need it? But it's weird the collection. Yeah, well, that's the beauty with things.
1: insurance because if you don't have an inventory, you're like, yeah, I, I did have a, a gigantic uh, framed glossy picture of Marilyn Monroe on my, but no, I didn't have a TV. You know what I mean? You swap and change. Yeah. You're like fucking. You know I'm, I'm i'm almost 40 years old there's certain things that i have in my house that i don't really well, need anymore i think that's it
0: right I, because i think all the things that clutter up your life are kid related stuff like i remember when i was a kid it was always like lego like i built something out of lego and then or or you know that would that would go and go on a shelf and i wouldn't want to break it up right, right. or like or like cards or, or like toys or like like games and like like even today it's like Warhammer models and like fucking st- stupid little t- plushies and mascots and little toys and you know Simon's desk's always covered in in these things because it's hard to like like figure out what to do with, with this Lego R2-D2 once you've built it, you know, where does it go? Like, oh, yeah. And Simon's always building this stuff because he really enjoys the physical act of like putting stuff together. But, you know, what happens when you're finished with it? Does it does it go back? It has to go back in the box. and That box has to go on a shelf and then you end up with lots and lots of shelves and lots and lots of these things. And it's you like- should
1: watch the movie The 40-Year-Old Virgin um, <laughs> for an idea of what happens to these things when they're done.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, but no, it definitely is like toys and that kind of thing, which which for me is like definitely like a major source of clutter. Because uh, I'm not I'm not actively playing with toys, and I think that growing older makes you automatically realise that you don't necessarily need to surround yourself with this clutter. But then yeah. again, oh. my uncle, my my great uncle John, right. uh, God bless his soul. I think he's actually still alive. Uh, I haven't spoken <laughs> to him in a long time. <laughs> Sorry,
2: John. Shout out to Uncle John. His
0: house is full of clutter like absolutely every wall is got ch- a china plate a oh. frame on it like all over the walls are like a whole wall of china plates and the next one a, ch- a whole wall of cases of thimbles and every <laughs> oh. and then and then mounted on the seat on like hanging around the ceiling in every single room is like a t- the toby jugs you know hundreds and hundreds of these things like just so much Of just clutter in its place but it's
1: all organized Mm. Organized, it's all very organized kind of feels like an old school tavern or like kind of weird well i was gonna say i like i kind of like um you remember that movie the royal tannenbaums yeah i love um, that movie the house in that in that movie that had like um you know like the room full of books and and stuff like certain clutter can look like kind of kind of good right like um like you go into like some intellectuals house and they just got fucking books everywhere and like piles of papers and my, my friend's and stuff. dad had a, got a proper
2: study like when i i go around to his house
1: and yeah his, his wall dad wall-to-wall bookcases yeah and but stuff. his, his
2: mum and his dad didn't get along right she was waiting for him to die so she could get the house and sell it like that was literally it she, they were pretty open about it they'd been married for a long time they were both too lazy to fucking remarry i guess so he had this study and it was like a proper Old dude's study. Like he smoked in there, so it was just sm- smelled smoke all the time. But it was cool because it meant I could smoke in there when I went around to my friend's house. And wall to wall ancient books. I don't know how many of them he'd ever fucking read. And he had like the old armchair with the fireplace and a TV. It was like this was his den. And, and I thought I, awesome. I get it. Like I fucking yeah. get it. He had like an air rifle in the corner propped up against the, the, the wall, like just ready in case yeah, someone yeah. came in.
1: A man space. It that's... was it
2: really was. And it, it actually inspired me in in many ways to become yeah. a really fusty, slightly smelly old man that sits in a room and smokes. I, in fact, I think in a way, that's what got me into streaming.
1: That's what's happened. Yeah. Man. One of my <laughs> no, friends that, growing up, his dad was, yeah, was the same. That. He used to smoke like a chimney. And um, he had, it wasn't like a proper, I guess the basement was like more of a, he's turned the basement into a man's den now. He's a big outdoorsy kind of guy. But uh, in Canada, that's like seasonal, right? Mm-hmm. So in the summer, he loves camping and He's got a canoe for portaging and stuff like that. This is the same guy that we did the portage with. Nice. And Mm -hmm. um, he's got all of his fishing equipment down there and stuff. And he's He's got like a model racetrack. Back in Nam. But (laughs) during like the cold months when he can't do all of those fun things, he plays lots of like war games on the computer in his like a room off of the it's meant to be a dining room uh but they had all their computers in there and he would just like sit there and like rip jean shorts with no shirt on smoking and stuff awesome and I always thought this is the kind of guy I want to be when yeah. I'm older I didn't realize it at the time actually when I was younger I was like I don't want to be like that but now that I'm older I'm like I want I, to be exactly yeah, like it. that I get it I get it. why yeah. he was like that
2: I feel like if I if I could go back in time I've thought about this a lot would it be cool to go back to, to be like 11 but know everything that you know now...
1: I oh, think it would man.
2: be you, – you'd be the smartest fucking kid ever. Oh, like, you God. really would. You d-
1: you, you'd be able to hustle so much think as well, right? It.
2: it would be unbelievable.
1: Think of all the lunch money that you could steal in very novel ways and stuff. Like, you could absolutely run rings around these kids with this knowledge. <laughs> I was like,
2: thinking of using it to enjoy life, but you just want to go no, back I to commit crime. I would definitely
1: crime. capitalize off the, this, <laughs> this freak occurrence where somehow I've teleported back to being 11-year-old with my current – Mind, I yeah. would totally take advantage of that in every way.
2: I mean, there, there's some, there's some moral quandaries. There's some moral quandaries ah. because I had a girlfriend when I was like 11. And when I was like, you know, early years, 12, 13, stuff like yeah. that. I had a girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it's, then, it's morally very of, questionable for you to, to, to be You're all about first
1: a, base at that age, are Yeah, aren't
2: but you're you? a 43-year-old man now, while yeah. I
1: understand. I'm all about home runs nowadays, that's for sure. Yeah, but that's but what anime's all about. It's about a 43-year-old man <laughs> in an 11-year-old's body, Exactly, right?
2: that's fucked up. So you'd have yeah, to be pretty chased. Up. You'd have to be completely chased until you were like 16... But even then, I'm thinking yeah. probably 18, right, before it's really morally acceptable. I, you, I
1: mean, you could lay a lot of groundwork in that time, I guess. You could do a lot of priming. Get, you know, get some,
2: get some vines not, out. Not in
1: a creepy way, though. <laughs> not saying, what you're saying is you
2: want to go back in time to groom children. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
1: no, no, not at
0: all. No, I can prepare a whole load of Minecraft videos to groom children
2: with. What? Oh, no. all right. Oh let's my move on. God. This
1: topic, this topic is fucked. <laughs> well, so is anime, and everybody seems to watch it. So, jeez. I'm
2: actually a ten
1: thousand year old demon
2: in the body of an eleven year old boy.
1: So <laughs> uh, it's fine. Oh fuck me. Oh, oh shit. I don't know though. You'd have to go through. You know, like when you're eleven. I don't know. Actually, I think life is pretty good when, you're, like your teens though are kind of tricky, aren't they? They're like, but you'd I don't be know the most confident teenager ever.
2: Because you'd be like, no, the world isn't coming to an end because... I suppose,
1: yeah, you probably would be. But then what if it was like one of those things where like at the stroke of midnight on the 31st of the 12th month, you will revert back to being a 40-year-old. So you've got, you know, you've got like this girlfriend and stuff and she thinks you're so cool and the whole school thinks you're cool and it's prom night and you're just about to have the big dance with the girl and then the clock strikes midnight at prom night when you're 11 for some reason and boom you turn back into like her dad
2: (laughs) (laughs) we have to go back that would just be the worst right we're still gonna (laughs) fuck right it's prom night oh
1: my god
2: get away from me this bitch ain't gonna put out boys save your (laughs) breath
1: (laughs) <laughs> but that's how the story goes isn't it like you can't go you can't go back to being an 11 year old with your current mindset without there being some sort of catch at the stroke of midnight right yeah, there's got to exactly. be some sort of yeah. transformation or i mean know, in, the, in
2: the in the movie big when the little kid became tom hanks tom hanks got laid yeah right and everyone was like cool she slept with a child what that's i'm saying true. is
1: actually yeah. and at
2: the end of it she's like gives him a sweet little wave and it's like, well. You just fucked a 10-year-old or however old he is in yeah. the movie. Uh, it, it's weird. It's I appreciate weird. I, I,
1: the wave, but I've seen your <laughs> pussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruined now Keep for waving, the rest of my waving life. from the dock when I charge you with uh, <laughs> yeah. abusing a minor, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's weird. right. The movie yeah. Big is kind of creepy. But in a weird way, it's, I don't know, the way they presented it, I guess it's not. But if you think about it, the uh, a grown-up's brain in the body of a child. Like, uh, what is it? The vampire Lestat. There's the, I think it was Kirsten Dunst when she was a child actor. She was in Vampire. Oh yeah, she movie. was a
1: child actor, wasn't she? Yeah. She Came up as a yeah. But
2: she was a, a old, but not she like was a like small child. Years old. She was like yeah. She's like a young teen, but she was like yeah, yeah. hundreds of years old in yeah. the body of a child. And again, I'm just saying that people that are super into vampire shit, like that's you know, I'm pretty sure she was having sex in the book, but it's like oh, it's okay because she's an old person's brain in the body of a child like no that's not okay yeah it's weird it's weird that's kind of how much of it is in the brain because then once you get on that road then you're basically saying well they were a very mature 12 you know it's like no that's not how it works so let's stop the time travel. Yeah. we won't ever do this. All right. Yeah, let's
1: not do that. We'll stop. We'll put an end to the time travel right now. Oh, yeah. good. Because yeah, it's Starting sure. to seem like a, it's like almost like um, it's almost like a, like some sort of conditioning or some sort of thing like that maybe pedophiles use to yes. like. I think you it know, probably is. Justify their actions or something, yeah. yeah. And I think we should definitely avoid time travel. Also, can we can we stop any body switching as well? Yeah,
2: any no body switching. because
0: yeah. the first thing anyone does in any fucking movie where they get switched into someone else's body is take a look down their top. Yeah, it always happens, and they're like, oh, they <laughs> like squeeze nice. their own boobs, yep. yeah. And then the woman just looks really uncomfortable in the man's body. Yeah, yeah, you know, terrible. Like, oh, this is gross. Where, where did you do you not roll your t-shirts up into like sausages? <laughs> Do <laughs> you yeah, just like pick a through the washing basket
1: in the morning Jeez. like an animal? There's one clean basket and one dirty basket. This is actually not a bad system. I'm surprised. I yeah. thought I needed sausage rolled, But this this system of one dirty basket and one clean basket is just fine.
2: Yeah. It's, that would be the Mary Kondo body swap movie where yeah. a slobby 42-year-old, a.k.a. me, swaps bodies and places with Mary Kondo She's horribly disappointed with her situation. I'm just like, well, this is this is okay. This is the same. <laughs> I'd love a show
1: like that where, you know, it's like one of those shows where the expert comes in and, like, you know, helps you declutter and, and like, you know, fucking turn your life around and stuff. I'd love a show like that, but the expert gradually... Um, gives up? Ha- no, their standards Makes gradually lower as the series <laughs> progresses, oh. and then they become... <laughs> <laughs> These just fucking awful slobs who like make do <laughs> Like by the end of the series they're just like Yeah well you just need one basket full of dirty laundry And another basket full of clean now, what laundry we're gonna do is Scatter some magic
0: the gathering cards around the end of this desk here And then we're gonna just put some Dota 2 plushies over here Just random ones you know uh, It's not even a collection This
1: episode was meant to be about reusing old magazines To make birthday and Christmas cards for your family But you know what just don't send them anything who cares send them an email <laughs> card it's fine that it'll do great. i would watch yeah, that i would watch that too well like
2: the you know those fussy eater shows where the guy only eats cheese and onion crisps Yeah, shit like that uh, i would like weird, it if, eh? if the expert turns up and says your diet is terrible he's like just just try one of these crisps it's it's amazing and <laughs> and he just, turns just eats a crisp <laughs> and then it just comes to a shot of them on the sofa surrounded by piles of eaten cheese and onion crisp packets just watching Mary
0: Condo on Netflix, being like, "We should be doing this." Fuck you, Dude, I saw that.
1: I saw that. And there's a guy. There's a guy who can't eat anything except for cheese. So like his his dinner was just a mountain of grated cheese. Yeah, on a plate. Oh god, you'd feel so sick after eating that much cheese. You know who do I, like I blame, cheese. Don't get I blame, me wrong. I blame
2: parents in all instances because there's no way this guy suddenly hit upon this idea when he was in his twenties. Yeah. Like when he was young. You like have I, to
1: have been enabled somehow, exactly. right?
2: Like I've had kids over the house
1: to play Someone with Someone would the, have had to girls. buy him the cheese. Right. Hey, man. Hey, can you buy me some cheese?
2: <laughs> yeah. He, can you buy me some mature cheddar? Can't, can't. <sighs> they told me I can't buy any, uh. Fucking, what is it called? Something cathedral? <laughs> cathedral,
1: cheese. cathedral cheese. I want some honorary Jack. Get they some, won't sell it to me. The mature shit's on the highest shelf.
2: Get <laughs> me some really
1: stinky shit. <laughs> cathedral oh city God. cheddar or
2: whatever the fuck. <laughs> but I've had kids over and the parents say, I'm, I'm like, what am I going to cook them for dinner? And the parents says, well, They'll only eat either chicken nuggets and chips or pasta. I was like, "Oh, what kind of sauce?" "Oh, no, no, just pasta, like on its own, nothing on it."
1: Oh, the kids love that. Yeah, pasta but it's like literally nothing. On no, no, nothing. God, that's gross. This kid
2: wouldn't eat cheese. It was just boiled pasta, and like Fuck. I was like, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, you know, that kid's gonna be real hungry if he doesn't eat." Yeah, I keep the food a list of those kids when yeah, they come they to my house. That's the
1: first and only time they ever come because Damn they're they're right. like, I don't have time for that shit. Just
2: eat, and if your parents they say they don't like it. You know what Christ. else they don't like? Starving to death. Yeah. Just don't give them any fucking food. Just yeah. say you either eat dinner or you go fucking hungry. Yeah. What happened to parenting? There's My no kids book eat that fucking says anything kids like,
1: pasta. It's a daily struggle to make sure that they don't eat fucking non-food. Like, like <laughs> they'll eat anything you put in front of them. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't get fussy eaters at all. Damn right. Fucking crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> what fuck are you guys doing out there? Yeah, yeah.
2: Ridiculous. Jeez.
1: Anyway, Then again, what you
0: could do is just do what fucking Donald Trump does. The kids would love (laughs) a trip to the fucking White House. I'm
2: a billionaire, but uh, have a Wendy's burger on me. me. Oh,
0: my God. So Donald Trump is like my great Uncle John. He is. He's just a big child. Does he have all of the... (laughs) It all makes sense.
1: Does he have a lot of clutters? I, I, I saw this thing about Donald Trump where apparently like before... Before they did The Apprentice, Donald Trump was like uh, like a bit of a joke, right? They yeah. always made fun of him on Saturday Night Live and stuff. He was kind of like this washed up, might have been billionaire sort of thing. And everybody, like just, everybody just sort of made yeah. fun of him. And then uh, they got the idea to go and do The Apprentice. I'm, I'm sure I've said this before. They got the idea to do The Apprentice and they wanted to, you know – they thought, oh, fuck, you know, this guy's got a lot of money. We'll go up to his office and that can be the set. You know, we'll go into his, his office must be really nice and stuff. So they get it's to the top of, Legos, of Trump Tower or whatever. The and it cards. was just like they said it was gross. It was like hadn't been touched since like the 70s like fucking wallpaper peeling off and like damp spots on the carpet like a and fucking car and everything. salesman's yeah. showroom yeah so then they were like oh well we gotta build a set now <laughs> they were hoping to not have to build Jesus. a set and They had. well to, that's yeah.
0: what I heard because you told me this before that the, that the media the, the, the sort of showrunners and stuff had created this persona around yeah. him which then yeah. he latched onto yeah and kind of it. became
1: this persona
0: yeah I, and I then, think that's and then argued amazing. like
1: probably got him elected as well because people and so
0: do you know what salacious shit. TV created Donald Trump. Yeah. That's why Christine Chubbuck commits suicide. Did she die for nothing?
2: Did she die for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> think of Chungus. Probably think she did, of yeah. Christine yeah.
0: Chungus. Fuck. Uh, don't do that, for God's sake. Man, oh man. Uh, I can't believe this 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 I can't believe like the White House, though. There's nothing worse than cold fast food, is there? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that
2: was my first thought was I like I've had burgers delivered like we actually when we were at the the Bucharest. uh, But wait, were they they on
1: heated plates, though, or not? No, 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 no,
2: because it ain't going to stay. It's like a mound. Like if you go to McDonald's, by the time you get to your house or wherever you're taking the burgers, they ain't hot. Fast hot. food
1: goes cold fast. Real That's fast. why it's called fast food. The ones food. in the middle of the mound will probably still be a bit warm, though. But, but right?
2: warm isn't the same. You want a hot burger. You, you, I mean, there's nothing worse than a cold fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like chips. If you've ever eaten cold chips, it's the
1: worst food. I have, yeah. It's horrible it food. It is the worst food. It is gross, You yeah. can't
2: eat them cold. You can't eat them the next day. It's it's a disaster, right? You, you oh, eat by them the way, now or they're done. Just
1: quickly,
0: um, you know how you drink... When you, sometimes you'll come back to like a, a cup of coffee that's gone yeah, cold, yeah. right? Yeah, and you'll drink it, and it's room temperature, but it tastes like cold. You know how the state thinks me happens with beer, but if it's room temperature, it tastes warm. Yeah, because we we say beer's gone warm, but coffee's gone cold, but they're both the same temperature. Uh-huh. Just it, let that just explode your mind for a second. What a fucking taken really statement been.
1: from Lewis. There. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> My mind is still in the same state it was uh, five seconds ago before you told me that useless story. Actually, okay. I'm is in a,
2: a lower state. You've actually annoyed me with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, I feel like just like a little bit
2: vexed now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't mind cold coffee, like, I, I don't mind it. I, think
1: I drink cold tea all the time, yeah. I always forget I have it, it and I don't want to waste it, so I just drink it. I don't it. mind a bit of iced coffee, no iced tea, it's fine. You know, no, no, War but it, it, it's beans, honestly, it's I used
2: to hate it, once you've had kids, you, you never get to drink a cup of coffee to completion while it's hot anyway. Like you'll have a sip and you have to put it down to go and rescue someone or stop something happening or break up a fight. And then you forget about it. You come back like, oh, I never drank my coffee, but you've got so little time and so little energy. You ain't gonna make another one or reheat that shit. You just get used yeah. to drinking
1: it cold. It's fine. It's no problem. Warm beer isn't the end of the world for me either. I mean, don't get me wrong. A cold beer, there's nothing like it. Oh, like. Baby. Of ice cold beer, but yeah, if it gets if it gets warm or whatever, it doesn't bug me that much. I could go I'm for not, a cold like,
2: beer right now. It's eleven a.m. Oh god! Really you know could. when
1: they when it has like the condensation on the side of the oh, bottle, like because it's so cold. Oh shit!
2: You know I love it. I love it in America. They never do this in the UK, but not that I've seen. Is the glass is frozen cold.
1: Yes, it's almost like yeah. a frosted glass. Yeah, like When you crazy. first
2: touch it, you leave the little icy fingerprints on it like where you've pushed into yeah. the frost. It's nice. You take that yeah. first sip of cold beer, washes down your throat. It,
1: especially oh. when you live somewhere really fucking humid. Like uh, oh, where man. I grew up was super humid. Like Florida's pretty humid. Yeah. New York's fairly humid. Those places in the summer, if you have a beer that's in one of those frosted glasses, oh, there is nothing like it. Oh, Fuck man. me, it is the best. Oh, jeez. Just- you know,
2: you know that movie, Ice Cold in Alex. It's a, it's about, um, it's a, it's a black and white movie. World War II. They have to make this journey across the desert uh, to to get to, uh, I think, Alexandria and uh, Alexandria. And when they get there, they go up to the bar, and the, the first thing they do is have a, have a beer. And it's it's um. It's honestly the the greatest beer drinking scene in cinema history. They used nah, to come advert. on
1: the one in Shawshank Redemption's got to no, be dude. the best. No dude, when they're Th- roofing, this one's
2: better. Right, but then it's like he's doing it to win them over and everything. Like I get it, but this, uh, yeah,
1: but they look so refreshing. They look so fucking hot up there on that roof, dude. Like,
2: dude, these guys just went through the fucking desert. And it, honestly, when you watch the movie, <laughs> it's like the worst, dustiest, hot shit fucking desert and there's like Germans around and it's miserable they're all covered in sand dust weeks yeah but it's black and white you
1: can't even see the gold beer though like
2: no but you can sense it and when he he looks at it like lovingly for a moment and then he sips the beer and you think i i wish i could have that horrible experience just to have that beer that that it would be worth it for that beer because it would be the best beer you've ever
1: tried. Another scene that I uh, that I always um, I always associate with uh, hydration and uh, and feeling good after being hydrated <laughs> is that scene in in the Three Amigos. You know when they're <laughs> in the desert and they're all really fucking dry. Oh, I love that. And like and and Lucky goes for his cantina and 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 there's no water in it. And then Ned goes for his and and sand comes out of it. <laughs> And then Dusty is just like some sort of fucking human camel. <laughs> He's got all of his water. Chevy Chase is just chugging it back. And it's like the most refreshing scene you've ever seen in your life. Oh, man. And then he, so like, he rinses
2: his mouth. He's like washing his face. He just throws it on the floor, right? It's just leaking yeah. out. Goop, goop,
1: goop, like, and there's another scene in, in Three Amigos as well where this is like I, – I don't know if this is some sort of like Chevy Chase meme or something. But in every movie I've seen him in, he always seems to bite into something very – crispy or crunchy or like stringy that he can't quite and and there's like a like a scene that lasts about five minutes with him just like sort of eating this thing because it happens in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as right. well remember when the turkey is like overcooked I think he's it's trying, just to, trying la- to eat lack it of as originality.
2: well I mean they're like Maybe, yeah. me, we need a scene here it's like what if I do my old bit where uh <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't quite eat this thing it's yeah. too stringy it's tough and crispy." To eat and <laughs>
1: Uh, sure, <laughs> whatever. Or maybe it's contractual. Yeah, okay, contract Chevy, just do it.
2: I'll do the movie but only if there's a scene, quite an extended scene where I struggle to uh, eat something.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Three Amigos it was the the bat. Remember they have to the, they're cooking bats. <laughs> and they have to
0: eat the cooked bats. I checked out like 5 minutes ago. Can we finish this podcast? Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone. Let's wrap it up.
1: Bye! Let's wrap it up. Happy bye! 2019.
0: See you soon, bye! <laughs>